Welcome to Understanding the Law Radio, your business success and legal information station. And now, your host, Peter Lamont. Hi, and thanks for joining me for another episode of Understanding the Law Radio. I am your host, Peter Lamont, joined by my co-host, Brendan. How are you doing today, Brendan? Doing good. How are you? Great. So a couple of episodes ago, I'm sure you'll remember this, we talked about the cheesesteak wars. Remember that greasy episode? I do. And we talked about competition and Geno's and Pat's and, and is competition good for small businesses and rivalries. And I thought, let's spend some time today and let's talk about some of the greatest rivalries in history. We're talking business to business. Well, I think that's one of the greatest ideas in history. Well, thank you very much. No so we're not rivals. That's nice to know. Not yet. Give it time. Yeah. Okay, great. All right, so let's let's talk about um, some of the the greatest ones that I can think of, and start with Pepsi versus Coke. Ah, it's a legendary rivalry. Well, it is a legendary rivalry, and before we get started, I need to know what do you prefer? Water. Okay, you. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Soda rots your teeth, I'll have you know. And I'm not a soda drinker. I don't like uh I don't I don't see the appeal in soda. Personally, you drink it, it's fizzy, and then it's kinda gross. And that's no, the no, end of soda it. Soda is the elixir of the gods. No, no, no. Yeah, Water's really. much better. Water's healthier. You don't feel bad drinking it all the time. Uh you don't need a diet water. Have you ever heard of diet water? Neither have I, because it doesn't need one. <sighs> all right. Well, now we have a rivalry, and it's not soda versus water. So we're going to skip that, and we're going to move on to the real rivalry, Pepsi versus Coke. So I don't even know what you're here for because you don't drink soda. <laughs> I mean, I've drank it in the past, and certain sodas are all right and tolerable. So, like, I don't have anything extremely against them. If you give me a bottle of Coke, I'll drink it. But you have no preference between Coke and Pepsi. Right. If you were in a blind taste test, would you be able to tell the difference I think I would, actually. I, I do. There is a difference, definitely, between Coke and Pepsi. All right. Well, th there's a huge difference. And I'll tell you my preference before we get into the, the actual topic. I think I prefer Coke on certain days. Really? Certain days? Certain days. Days that end in Y, maybe? Not all days. But I think, I don't know. I like Pepsi every once in a while. Mm -hmm. When I was a kid, I used to drink Pepsi all the time. Right. But... Now, you know, I drink diet soda, which I know isn't good for you, but I think I It says I diet in the title. Of course it's good for you. It says die. That's the first three letters of diet. I never thought of that. Yeah, well, that's, that's wow. why you never want mind-blowing facts here on the uh, Understanding the Law Radio. You don't want to go on a diet. That's true. It's a good point. That's right. So, I, anyway, long story short, <laughs> I think I prefer Coke over Pepsi, but- Coke and, and Pepsi, I mean, if you think about the 1980s and the Cola Wars, I mean, this was some of the best marketing, best competition, best rivalries in business that I can remember. Totally. I mean, you had Coke trying to outdo Pepsi, Pepsi right. trying to outdo Coke. Then, then Pepsi would bring in people like celebrities like Michael Jackson. They'd right. set his hair on fire in commercials. <laughs> it was great, right? How could you top a flaming Michael Jackson in a, a, a Pepsi commercial, right? Right. But they did all kinds of, of really fun and cool things. Yeah, usually when brands are battling like that, 
it only benefits the customers. I mean, you get to see all these fun commercials, great advertisements. They push each other to be better. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, and I think that it also just, it, you know, when you've got a, a competitor and it creates a rivalry, it makes people want to try both, right? It also right. forms, I think, deeper bonds with loyalists. So, yeah. like they had the, um, during the, these cola wars, they had the the taste tests, right? And they'd have, uh, well, Pepsi was, was really famous for this. They had these experiments where they blindfolded consumers and then they had to determine what they liked better. And of course, on the Pepsi commercials, what do you think they, they found? They found most likely Pepsi. Yeah, it was Pepsi. That was very, very, uh, shocker. Yes. Very, uh, very good on your part there Thank for you. figuring that out. Thank you. I like but, to think I'm a genius. And, and then you had new Coke. Oh, new Coke. What's the difference between new Coke and well, old Coke? It was new, and they changed the formula from the original Coke and new Coke. And I remember new Coke. I, I remember like we we were all in on new Coke, and it it had a different taste, but it flopped. And I, I'm why sh- is that? People don't want to mess with something that they they love and expect. Classic Coke, right? Who wants to mess with the formula and then have new Coke, and then you can't find old coke exactly. classic coke right right i i don't know i don't remember the taste at this point of new coke i'm sure you can find a can of new coke somewhere on ebay yeah that probably tastes good but um i also remember and and you might remember this that do you remember an ad with with coke and a superhero cape remember that ad? yes yes they so coca-cola put out an ad and it says Everybody wants to be their heroes or something along those lines. And it showed a can of Pepsi on a a mountain and there was a cape over it that had the Coca-Cola logo. And on the bottom, it showed the Coca-Cola logo and it was implying that Pepsi wants to be its hero, which is Coke. That's why it has the cape on. Pepsi took that exact picture and put it out again, except this time their ad says, have a very scary Halloween with the Pepsi still in the Coke can costume, so and the Pepsi logo on the bottom, implying that the Pepsi can is dressing up as something scary, which is the Coke can. It was, I think, that's pretty genius right there. Yeah, I mean, the marketing with the the Cola Wars are it's awesome. It's actually really fun. It and, is, and so I I think you're right in the sense that, um, you know, you you get a benefit as a consumer to seeing these things. One yeah. one last thing that um, a fact on the new Coke. Do you know that New Coke resulted in Coca-Cola apologizing to 400,000 customers who wrote letters complaining, <laughs> and then they shipped the old your classic Coke to the stores? The, the wow. 400,000 people 400,000 people were so upset with New Coke that they had to tell Mr. Coke himself? They had to write a letter. I, I mean, I don't... I mean, what else would you do? I guess nowadays it would be easier because you could just send an email. But, I mean, yeah. think about the dedication. They actually sat down, wrote a letter, put it in an envelope, put a stamp on it, drove to the post office, <laughs> right? That's a lot that of is, dedication. That is absolutely a lot of dedication there. So don't screw with classic Coke because you're going to get some, well, at this point, emails, and you could just ignore them. Yeah. Well, I think that this is um, a, a really, I think it's the top of, of my pick for the best rivalries Nowadays, of course, nowadays, everybody is like you. I'd rather drink water. And so there's continued competition between Coke and Pepsi, but they've moved into other things like 
green juices and flavored waters and and energy drinks and all kinds of other things. So right. it's, I think uh, I believe it's Coke that just came out with a brand new energy drink. Coke yeah. energy drink. So yeah, and and you know I think Pepsi has what like. It's not Pepsi Max. It's something else, I think. Well, they used to have Pepsi Max. That was... Is that uh, not a thing anymore? It might be. I'm not really sure. I'm not up on my uh, Pepsi knowledge. But so. I, don't, I don't think Pepsi Max was an actual energy drink anyway. It was a drink, though. And it was Pepsi. All right, great. Thanks. To the max. Powers of deduction. Yes. All right. My next favorite and, and top rivalry is Marvel Comics versus DC Comics. Mm-hmm. You have a favorite? Marvel, all the way with that one. All right, so here's my deal. So back when I was a kid mm-hmm. and Saturday morning cartoons were on, right. I would watch the Super Friends. Right. And and all the different variants of it. Challenge of the Super Friends, you know, it was awesome. Yes. It was awesome because there was a giant group of supervillains from the Legion of Doom right. who would battle this combination of different, you know, Superheroes. That's true. I, I will say that the just Super Friends is by far, in my opinion, the best superhero cartoon. I, so. Well, I don't I I don't know if I would agree with that. We can well, talk about Well what superhero that. cartoons have come out since then? Oh a lot. A ton. Cartoons. Spider Man, all the different Spider Man. Oh, variants. that's true. I didn't think of that. Wow, I completely yeah. left my mind. So I, I think that that's a topic for another show, but Maybe I Maybe not our show. <laughs> It could be our show. You never know. Um, there's certainly a lot of lawsuits and other legal issues that have arisen from Marvel and movies and copyright. So who knows? Maybe that could be a topic for the you know one of the upcoming episodes. But you never know. I think that the thing I, I liked so much about the Super Friends was uh, the way that the characters, like you'd never see Batman and Superman interact with each other other than on the Super Friends. Mm-hmm. I could have done without this the stupid monkey. <laughs> And the Wonder Twins. They, they had the Wonder Twin powers. They just irritated me. <laughs> and then in earlier variations, there was the dog. Can't remember his name. Oh, uh, Crypto. Yeah, 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 no, was it? And and then the two like the two kids that looked like Shaggy's younger brother and sister <laughs> from. They Scooby-Doo. had to introduce some new uh, viewer friendly characters. Yeah, but that's you know what that irritates me. And as long as we're on this topic, I was a big fan of G Force. Right. right? So Battle of the Planets, mm-hmm. and and the the story with Battle of the Planets is that it was taken from uh, a, a Japanese anime called Gachaman, mm-hmm. and then the the guy I can't remember his name Frank somebody Frank Martin no that's Marty Croft somebody Frank mm-hmm. Barry Frank perhaps maybe so he brings he gets the rights and he brings it over here and then what do they do in order to appeal to an American population they take out all of the harder edge stuff from the japanese anime and they insert seven's arc seven who's an r2d2 character really why did you need did you need (laughs) glick the monkey and the wonder twins to make me enjoy the superheroes no did i need this stupid dog and his his hippie friends no and did i need seven's arc seven the r2d2 ripoff no But I digress. You have some harsh feelings towards whatever the guy's name was. Well, it's just, why, why do it? But I, I'm getting way off track here. Let's go back to, <laughs> to DC Marvel versus, versus Marvel. D- yeah, right. So I think that now, looking at what's out there, the feature films, Marvel trumps DC 
hands down because some of the DC films are awful. The yeah. The Dark Knight was really good, but after The Dark Knight, DC didn't really put out anything worth. That's the Christian Bale series. Yes. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, well, I think Christian Bale was only in the last one. No. No? He was in all of them. Was he? He was Batman. Maybe I have to rewatch him. Yeah, I think you probably do. <laughs> uh, they also put out Shazam, which was good recently. Well, that was that was funny. Yeah, that was good and funny. Right. Um, but beyond that, everything mm. else, in my opinion, is awful. Terrible. But Marvel, on the other hand, and, and you're going to get people that say that you know Marvel's sellouts or whatever. I I, I like them. I thought the Marvel movies were great, and I, I think agree. box office sales are going to you know uh, agree with that position. Right. I like uh, the new Spider-Man movies. Those are pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But the, the Marvel DC issue mm-hmm. or, or rivalry um, is is a great one because you have characters that are so similar to one another. So you've got Aquaman from DC and then you've got Namor from Marvel. Marvel. Right. And, and they both control fish and mm-hmm. they're they're aquatic characters right you've got um all these different similar villains and um like so for example let's let's do a a villain that's similar you've got um dark side in dc right And and thanos and thanos thanos is pretty similar pretty similar right um you've got all these different variants and it's like every time that one of these comics would come out with a character, like what's, all right, so Flash right. is DC. Mm-hmm. And then there's like Quicksilver. Oh, for that's Marvel. true. That's true. Uh, Batman for DC is very, very similar to Tony Stark. And you wouldn't think it immediately, but they're both billionaires. They're both kind of loners. They have no powers. They have no powers. They build their suits, they build their technology. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Marvel and DC always seem to try and one-up each other. Like, this Infinity War and Endgame, the recent Avengers movies that came out, featured Thanos and pulled all their superheroes together. And now you hear that DC's doing this thing with their Justice League series, and there's Darkseid, and all the superheroes are coming together. So it kind of seems like a very similar situation. Yeah, and I think that it's really been beneficial for comic book fans and for superhero fans because it gives you, you know... I don't know. I think it's more polarized, the superhero thing. I mean, like, I think there are people that absolutely hate every single DC character out there. Right. As opposed to people that, you know, maybe, um, I don't know. I, I don't know how many people like some superheroes and not others. What do you think? I mean, I think that there are certain Marvel loyalists and DC loyalists who will go at each other's throats. But the majority of superhero fans are just that, fans of superheroes. They're not restricted to one side of the coin it's both dc and marvel are both sides of the same coin you know it's superheroes and so i don't really think that there's anyone who'll hate marvel or dc unless there are those weird uh loyalists fanboy types yeah but i think that from a business perspective i think that having that competition between uh the two comic book companies has only helped right and marvel and dc consider themselves you know worthy of having each other as rivals uh marvel actually has referred to dc as distinguished competition they don't hate each other they don't go at each other's throats to try and take each other down 
They I, think that it's a uh, it's important to have a worthy competitor. I think there was even a crossover at at some point. Yes, wasn't there a crossover? I believe there were a f- one or two of them. Yeah, there were definitely crossovers. Yeah, so you can see how competition can can actually benefit each of you and um well you can collaborate because i think we talked about that we talked about collaboration on the gino and pats episode about hey here's an idea for competing businesses you can collaborate and so a a dc marvel crossover that's definitely collaboration right you know who doesn't collaborate who mcdonald's and burger king oh all right that's another top top rivalry Ronald McDonald and the King do not like each other? They, they do not. They do not. I'm not sure what happened. I think that Ronald might have been the King's jester, and the King got fed up and threw him out of the kingdom. Oof. And then Too that's, much funny business. Right, yeah. Ronald had to go, and he had to build a, 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 a gang. He did. Grimace. Hamburglar. Hamburglar. Right. Who wants a criminal on your team? <laughs> Hamburglar. Really? Well, all right. Getting the McDonald's and Burger King. They are both bad for you. No, oh, for okay, you. Okay, okay, okay. I, I can't argue with that one. They're both bad for you, but I'd have to go with McDonald's over Burger King. Oh, come on! For a second, I was thinking you were on the right track. Burger King is so much better. You know, sure. I will say that in comparison to how both of them feel an hour afterwards, Burger King is terrible. But yeah. Burger King tastes so good. That's so much better than McDonald's. Their burgers are smoky. And grilled to perfection, frozen uh, and heated up in five minutes. They taste so good. Yeah, McDonald's they, they, are thin no, and full of gross onions. Well, that's true. I don't like the onions. And no matter what you do, they'll always put the onions on. Oh, I'd specifically like a no onion burger, please. And you get the onions. You know what, though? I think the issue is I don't really eat their burgers. I eat the chicken nuggets, and I would much rather have a, a chicken McNugget. Right, but it used to be different too. They used to have a different recipe for the Burger King nuggets, and those were so good, but they changed that. So I'll say in terms of nuggets, quality, McDonald's wins, but in terms of overall food, fries, and everything else, it's Burger King all the way. Well, you know, I think getting getting to the point with the, the competition issue and the burgers, McDonald's had this like price war going with Burger King. So at first it was like McDonald's 15 cent hamburgers and then Burger King came out with a 37 cent Whopper. Now this obviously was a long time ago. I wish they were still 37 cents. I'd go and get a few now. Do you know how many Whoppers you can get for 37 (laughs) cents? I think I could probably fill my room with Whoppers based on the change (laughs) I have in my pocket. Well, this is like, you know, during the fifties and sixties. So imagine, imagine going out with your girl (laughs) to the hop, right? (laughs) And you gotta get a Whopper, and it's thirty-seven cents. Oh, I only have fifteen. Let's go to McDonald's. That's probably what happened. <laughs> if I had a time machine, I'd probably do that. You'd think, oh, I'd go back and witness history. I'd go back to Burger King in the fifties and buy some thirty-seven cent burgers. Well, I think uh, I, I think I would probably do that too. But you know what the biggest problem is now? What? So the competition, while it's still there, it's changed because everybody's trying to eat healthier. They're ruining. They're just, they're just ruining fast food. Terrible. Right. Shame on you for trying to eat healthy. You can't eat healthy at a fast food restaurant. Just accept it. Come to terms with it and move on. <laughs> Why does McDonald's put apple slices in their kids' meals? You got to talk to that Morgan Sherlock guy. Who? Yeah, you know the guy that uh, it was supersized me. Remember that documentary? Oh, that's right. 
That's right. right. Well, no one's going to eat a McDonald's every day, every meal for a year. Thirty? No, no, it was 30 days. He ate McDonald's oh. every day for 30 days, and that's all he ate. And that's still, nobody does that. No, and he, he was he was ill because of it, mm-hmm. right? Well, it figures. Th- you know, three times a day. Right. Everything was like, you know, all right, let me, let's have a apple pie for breakfast. Of course you're not going to feel good. But nowadays everything is healthier, and I think that as a result of that documentary, believe it or not, McDonald's shifted its thinking because the whole documentary was called Supersize Me, and now I don't think you can supersize anything. Right. Right. Because people were becoming supersized as a result of the supersize, <laughs> and now they don't want that. They don't want to, you know? Right. But at the same time, have you ever thought about the fact that when companies, food companies, put toys in their food, I don't mean in their food, yeah, with their food. You got to talk to Kinder Eggs on that one. Yeah. Well, no, I'm talking about with their food. They do it to draw kids in. Right. Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. Why else would they do it? You know, and then the kid's like, oh, I want that, you know, whatever it is. Optimus so, Prime with my chicken fingers. That's right. So now I've got to go and, and, and get the chicken fingers. And so that's what ends up happening. Right. But that's another good rivalry. And, you know, this just shows to show that it's the perfect market for a fast food restaurant to open solely based on having terrible food for you. Super-sized burgers and nuggets. You're looking to get in the fast food market. Clearly now's the time. Everybody's too focused on being healthy. They'll never expect it. Really? Yeah, it's a good, that, a good that's idea. That's your business strategy? That's my business idea. All right, well, okay. I'm going to trademark that after the show. Nobody go and steal it. Okay. Let's not have a trademark discussion. <laughs> All right, the next one that I like a lot is Duncan versus Starbucks. Yes, I like that one too. And if you listen to our previous coffee episode, you know how much we like it. Yeah. And if you haven't, shame on you. And also, you should go listen to the episode. <laughs> well, let's talk about Dunkin' Donuts versus Starbucks. You like Starbucks? I've never had Starbucks hot coffee. Hot coffee, but you've had their other drinks. I have had their other drinks, and overall, it's half great and half terrible. Really depends on the drinks there. You could get a drink, and you could be like, this is the best drink. And then the next day, you'll say, actually, I'll get this slightly different drink, and it's the worst thing you've ever consumed. Well, I, I like some of the coffees at Starbucks, but... I like the ones that have other things in it, like right. whipped cream. Yes, the Frappuccinos. Yeah, I mean, I think if I, you know, I'm going to go get coffee, I'm going to just go to Dunkin', get black. Right. Because that's how I drink it. I don't put sugar, I don't put cream in it. So I like the cream and sugar with the vanilla shot. Yeah, so. well, I don't. And we've had this discussion. <laughs> that's not real coffee. If you want to hear the discussion, you should go listen to the episode. You should, because it was worth it. Yes. But um, I think Starbucks and... And, and Duncan have been battling for years. Um, and did you know that between Duncan and Starbucks, they control 60% of the nation's coffee market? Wow. Well, I mean, that's pretty believable because yeah. where else are you going to go and get coffee? I mean, sure, the Keurig probably has a large portion of the remainder. Well, if you're a, a hockey fan, you'd go to Tim Hortons. That's right. That's right. I like Tim Hortons, but not as much as Duncan, believe it or not. You've had their coffee? Yeah. Is it any good? It's not as good as Duncan. But okay. yes, I've had I've had <laughs> Tim Hortons in in Canada and was up at a uh, hockey tournament in February in Buffalo and had that's that's before the world went to hell. Yeah. Um 
but yeah, had some some Tim Hortons there. And you want to know something else? Yes. They give you hockey. Well, you can buy hockey cards. Wow, really? Well, at least the Buffalo one. The Buffalo Saber hockey cards with your coffee. Huh. Can't beat that. Right? You know, nobody nobody looks at the other things you can get at these coffee restaurants. They only look at the coffee. Sure, you can get coffee at all Dunkin', Starbucks, and Tim Hortons. But at Dunkin', you can get donuts and muffins. At Starbucks, you can get cake pops, artisanal cheeses, and all kinds of weird stuff. And at Tim Hortons, you can get hockey cards, apparently. That's right. You just don't eat them. They don't taste as good. But that's all part of the competition, I think. Now, do you know who is leading the market, Dunkin' or Starbucks? What do you think? I'm going to guess Starbucks. It is. Starbucks has 36%, at least at the time of this podcast, of, of the market, and, and Duncan has 24 Wow. And I think that the 36% is just solely a result of the pretentious names of the coffee <laughs> sizes that they use. That's how they get that that percentage. Yeah, absolutely. That's like venti. That's a venti percentage. Right. St- I, I personally believe Dunkin' Donuts is better, but people just go to Starbucks because it looks nicer. It sounds nicer. It's classier. Right. right? Do you know, I guarantee half the people walking around with Starbucks cups, those cups are empty. They just want to look cool. Uh, that's, do you think? Yep. I know it. Okay. Well, I think that if I had to go into Starbucks without an app in front of me, I would not understand what the hell size I was ordering. <laughs> and you'd end up walking out with a cake pop. Right, because at least I know what that is. That's like a cake, cake pop. But I, I don't understand the sizes. I just don't get it. I mean, I. And even once you do, do you really want to be the guy who's like, yes, I'll have a venti mocha latte, extremo, swippy, swippy dippy <laughs> I, on the rocks, please? No, I just can't. I can't figure out the sizes for the normal cup of coffee. And I like it. I mean, I definitely like. And it smells terrible in Starbucks. It smells like no. coffee beans, like dark oh, I like coffee, coffee beans. No, but it's suffocating. No, no, that's a nice smell. I love coffee beans. I'd rather smell donuts. Well, <laughs> they don't have donuts in Starbucks, so now I know why you like Dunkin' the most. Well, that's not entirely true, but we should we should move on. Well, when you talk about you know the marketing of of these, what do you see the most of, Dunkin' or Starbucks commercials? Absolutely, Dunkin'. Yeah, I think so too. I I, I don't even know if I. I mean, I'm sure I've seen a Starbucks commercial, but I can't recall one off the top of my head. But I am positive that I've heard America runs on Duncan on TV all the time. Well, it's it's ingrained in your head. And that's right. that's just the, the I think the proof behind a successful marketing campaign when it's ingrained in your head and you, you just associate coffee with Duncan. Duncan. Although according to this data, apparently America runs on Starbucks. Yeah, but just don't tell Duncan. All right. Nobody knows. <laughs> you know, another one that I like a lot is Hasbro versus Mattel. Mm-hmm. Mr. Potato Head versus Barbie in an epic throwdown. I think Barbie could tear him apart I, limb I, by limb. And then shove his pieces right in his rear. Because <laughs> that's where the pieces go. Yes, I know. That's, I got the joke. I think everybody got the joke. Way to go and explain it. That's where Mrs. Potato Head shoves all of his extra eyes, including his angry eyes. <laughs> That's right. So uh, Hasbro versus Mattel. Hasbro's got Transformers. Mattel. Well, Barbie can't beat Optimus Prime, I'm pretty sure. There's no way. Megatron would destroy Ken. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, 100%. 100%. Laserbeak would destroy Ken. <laughs> Barbie could probably destroy Ken when it comes down to it, but it's... <laughs> That, that's not the epic rivalry I'm talking about. But you've got 
um, Mattel had what other than Barbie? No, I'm struggling. <laughs> That's right. true. Right. I mean, Mattel had some other toys. Um, I think they had some toys that were for younger kids and, but that rivalry between Hasbro and Mattel, that was, I think, really years ago because Mattel was most prominent in the 1960s. That's when Barbie came out. And then all of a sudden, you know, between 1960 and 1996, Mattel just really, I think, went downhill because Hasbro was competing. You couldn't compete with the Transformers. Right. And, um, you know, I think it just was something that is a battle where Mattel is still around and they're still making Barbies. Um, well, Mattel had He-Man too. Don't forget. Yeah, they did, and He-Man was awesome. Yeah, that's true. And and He-Man really is kind of uh, epic, right? You know, but He-Man and Barbie versus Transformers, and they made no. Did they? Hold on. Did they make the Cabbage Patch Kids? No, right. I think they have ownership. That was of Coleco, it. Oh, wasn't was it? it? I'm not sure. Well, I think maybe See, Mattel. See, just the the fact that we're struggling to come up with any really good examples. Now, Star Wars figures. Yes. Obviously, they were originally um, made by Kenner, which was a small toy company. Right. Did Hasbro buy Kenner? I don't know. I think we got to look that up because I think, I think that that should be a, a new episode. <laughs> I I think that uh, Hasbro ultimately bought Kenner, and then I think Hasbro was it was a, Kenner was acquired by Tonka okay. in 1987, and Tonka was purchased by Hasbro mid 1991. Okay, perfect. And then who owns Hasbro now? Hasbro? Is it its own thing? Disney yeah. doesn't own Hasbro, do they? I don't think so. I mean, Disney owns everything. Uh, I think Hasbro is its own thing now. Okay, good. All right, so good. We're 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 safe there. <laughs> um, but Hasbro, I think, really did a lot to acquire other properties. You know, um, I think that that not just acquiring it like uh, what was the name of that company, Cranium. You remember that store Cranium and they had like Cranium stores or Cranium? I think that sounds familiar, yeah. So I know that Hasbro acquired Cranium and then they've got licensing deals with all sorts of things. Um, So I think that while there's still competition between the two of them, I have to say that Hasbro wins out because I struggled to find other things than Barbie that Mattel made. I mean, I... right. I guess if you put my feet to the coals, I could probably come up with another couple, but I just can't off the top of my head. Right. And you know what? There are hundreds. We could spend, you know, two hours talking about some of these other rivalries, but in general, these are some of the top ones that come to my head. Another one that I'd like to save for a future episode to talk about in depth because there's so much involved legally is Nintendo versus Sega. Oh, yeah, for sure. So take this as a slight tease towards a future episode. I think Nintendo versus Sega is its own episode, right? Absolutely. I mean, you've got the Mortal Kombat issue and the lawsuit. There's so much there. Finish him. Yes. So So uh, we'll finish that discussion In another episode, yeah. I agree with you. Well, I think to wrap up today, I think that, yeah, while these are, are some of my favorite rivalries between businesses, I think what we can see is that 
there are benefits to these rivalries. Absolutely. And then you go back to our, our Gino and Pat's discussion and you talk about collaboration and you see how some of these like DC and Marvel have collaborated. So I don't think uh, that there's anything wrong with some healthy competition despite these these knockdown rivalries that we're talking about. I agree 100%. And so I will pick Duncan. I will pick McDonald's. I will pick Marvel, Hasbro. And I will pick water. And Coke. And <laughs> you will pick water, which is not even part of this rivalry. Water's not even a thing. Pretty sure it is. I've got a nice <laughs> glass right here. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for today's show. Thanks for joining us. Please make sure to tune in next time. Uh, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the podcast anywhere that you listen to your podcast. We're on Amazon Podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts. We are Stitcher. We're on Spotify. We're, you name it and you can find it. Just search UTL Radio. That stands for Understanding the Law Radio. And uh, for those of you who don't know why we call it that, I'm not going to tell you this episode. Uh, but it's UTL Radio, <laughs> Understanding the Law Radio. Check it out. Make sure you subscribe. Share it with your family and friends. And we will talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Understanding the Law Radio. Make sure you follow Peter on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And stay tuned for future episodes.